lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. And greetings. Happy Tuesday. We've got a show planned for you. Thank you for tuning in here today. Live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. I am Steve Dace. He is Todd Erzin. He is Aaron McIntyre. And then, of course, you are you. Let us know what you think about what we think via the stevedace.com inbox. Steve at stevedace.com is how you can email the program. That's D-E-A-C-E. You can also like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Day Show. Look for me as well on MeWe, Parlor, Gab, and Getter. And again, the last name is D-E-A-C-E. Look for clips of the program that are free of censorship and are also free to watch at rumble.com slash Steve Day Show. That's Rumble.com slash Steve Dace Show. Speaking of today's show, there is a, a theme that we're going to be touching on throughout much of it. Uh, and, and it really comes down to this. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. And all of us that will be caught in the throes of winter... If you cannot confirm that you have a prior COVID infection that you have recovered from, at the rate this thing is spreading and not being stopped, all of us that can't confirm this, and maybe some of us that are wondering, hey, I mean, I had this thing early on, you know, with new variants, who's to say I couldn't get it again? I I can't tell you that you can't. I know some of you are sending me, I think it's a Yale study showing that natural immunity may wane about 16 months after a COVID infection. Well, first of all, that still makes natural immunity dramatically superior to the vaccinated immunity because we've seen in real time that wanes in three to six months, right? We've seen that yes. play itself out. And so a lot of you have asked me, could this be true? Is it true? I don't know. It's, folks, it, I'm not, again, I'm not an expert. What I am is a data ana- analyst, and so I, I spot fallacies in data. I can I can tell you when they are using something to push a narrative and lying to you. I can spot the fallacy, but if there isn't a fallacy, then we're beyond my area of expertise of what is true and what is not. That's why we have people like Peter McCullough and others on the show. But I do think is it possible that that could be true? It is possible that that could be true. You bet it is. Doesn't mean it is, but it's possible especially if this thing is genetically engineered as we happen to think that it is. So unless you can prove you have a recovered infection from COVID and you're going to be caught now in winter's crosshairs, you have a choice to make. That choice is you are going to need to sign up to be re-injected on a reoccurring basis with experimental mRNA technology that therefore with every added injection multiplies your odds of one of its adverse side effects. Or better learn how to obtain early treatment. Those are the two options. Everybody, every every household, unless every single member of your household knows that they have recently, like say in the last six to nine months, recovered from a COVID infection. Every household in this audience that cannot say that 
of every member of the household that is going to be caught in the throes of winter faces this choice, looking at the trend lines of the virus. Today on this program, we're going to tackle both of these options. In fake news or not, we're going to tell you with the things about the vaccines, the the corporate media sponsored by the United States of Pfizer will not. We will share that data with you. And at the bottom of this hour, we will give you an option of where you can go to get ivermectin, that prescription fulfilled, if your local pharmacist is a literal Nazi. Because I can sue, we can sue a couple of them. We, We don't have the wherewithal to sue them all. So today's show, make sure you're paying very close attention. We will also get into Pop Culture Tuesday at the end of next hour. A new movie out, very well done, by the way. And it's very clear that it intends to be some sort of a, uh, of a Ridley Scott version of The Handmaid's Tale. Except at the end of the movie, which I will spoil to make my point, so be prepared. The ending of the movie just actually undermines totally and completely the narrative that it spends about two and a half hours expertly crafting because it it is a very well done movie one of the better movies i've seen this year it's called the last duel we'll get into that all right Uh, but before we get into all of that of course here is aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away what happened while we were away brought to you by lockdowns don't work but they do kill Headline from NPR, emergency rooms are now swamped with seriously ill patients, but most don't even have COVID. Excerpt from the story, quote, even in parts of the country where COVID isn't overwhelming the health system, patients are showing up to the ER sicker than they were before the pandemic, their diseases more advanced and in need of more complicated care, end quote. Learning Chinese today, today's phrase is the dumbest and most immoral management decision in United States history. Speaking of dumb decisions, former President Trump was interviewed by Bill O'Reilly, where the latter pressed him about not firing Dr. Fauci. Here's his answer. Everybody hates Fauci. Well, it didn't matter because I did pretty much the opposite of what he would suggest. <laughs> but you still had him. No, he's been there a long time. I actually got along with him very well. Call me Tony. He goes, call me Tony, sir. Uh, call me Tony. He was a much better promoter than he was a doctor. But you didn't fire him. No, I didn't fire him. He, he said, uh, let, let them come in from China months after I closed it. I said, no, I'm not should, In hindsight, you should have sacked him. Come on. He had, he had much less influence in my administration. Optics. Well, look, I mean, Tony, one, one more, wait, one more. wait one second. Tony Fauci said, masks are no good. Don't wear masks. I, I now he's a, now he's a radical master. Why, didn't fire yeah. uh, why? And he's been there a long time. Decorated Marxist Noam Chomsky has this to say about the unvaccinated. People who refuse to accept vaccines, I think the right response for them is not to force them to, but rather to insist that they be isolated. Of course, lefty blue check marks celebrated this statement like MSNBC's Mehdi Hassan. Noam Chomsky is trending because he wants to get tough on people who choose to stay unvaccinated. Good for him. Project Veritas is back at it, this time in New Jersey. Project Veritas has obtained hidden camera recordings inside Governor Phil Murphy's campaign, including from a senior advisor who admits to hiding information from voters until after the election in order to appeal to undecided and moderate voters. Pero como si lo mandates? La vaccine mandates. 
Speaking in Spanish, Murphy's senior advisor says when asked about mandating the vaccine in the state, quote, Phil Murphy's going to do it, but he couldn't do it before the elections because of the independence and the undecided. The independent deciders would not vote for him if he did the band. Because they're into all that shit. My rights, my shit. And they don't care that they kill everybody. Well, that, see, that's good to know then. That after he wins, then he'll do the mandates. The vaccine mandates. He will. But right now it's about him winning. It'll be, it'll be fine. Speaking of New Jersey, Joe Biden was there yesterday. I view it as a tax cut for middle class families. A tax cut. We never have an argument when we talk about with the wealthy. This is a tax cut. It changes the lives. After that speech, Biden turned himself into a super spreader. For those of you listening, Biden coughs into his hands, walks off the stage without his mask on, and proceeds to shake hands with the hand he just coughed into. As of this morning, the top two songs overall on iTunes are both named Let's Go Brandon, I kid you not. Both of them are beating out Adele's new single, among other mainstream hits. A large anti-vaccine protest broke out in New York City yesterday. This comes on the same day the Police Benevolent Association there announced its lawsuit against the city's vaccine mandates. Moving on, op-ed at the Washington Post. Parents claim they have the right to shape their kids' school curriculum. They don't. It was revealed yesterday that the Biden administration tapped the president of the National School Boards Association to serve on a powerful federal education governing board. The appointment of Viola Garcia was announced after she sent the letter to the Biden White House calling parents domestic terrorists. Speaking of the NSBA, the state of Ohio has terminated its membership in the organization, citing the aforementioned letter. Headline from the Grio from somebody named Toure, Condoleezza Rice's CRT stance proves she's a foot soldier for white supremacy. And finally, here's comedian Jim Brewer on the Branch Covidians. And everyone that wants to talk to you about facts, science. <laughs> no, you should be fat. <laughs> and that, that's all I see when they talk like that. No, this is real. It's the facts because I researched it. It's like little parakeets just waiting for the news to come on, walking in. And then the news comes on. Dr. Fauci's on, Dr. Fauci's on. Two masks, three masks, three masks, two masks. Vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Vaccine, wear the mask. Numbers are going up, numbers are going up. All over the place. Someone's got to put them back in the birdcage. And that's what happened while we were away. I've never heard of him before, but that was brilliant. And remember what you've heard us say before. What does the devil hate the most? To be mocked. Mock and ridicule with maximum prejudice and scorn. The spirit of the age. Mock it relentlessly, ruthlessly mock it. Uh, Aaron's Montage brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. And boy, did I get an exciting email from them this morning. It also turned out to be an expensive email. <laughs> right? 
because they've announced pumpkin built bar puffs are available right now. Pumpkin ones. About three boxes of those things. Yeah, of course you did. Okay. <laughs> About three boxes. Of course you did. I'm already Right, I literally already have like 10 boxes of, of other Built Bar products in my, in both the garage and my house fridge. And I just, I, I couldn't resist. I just, I mean, I had this purchased in like five minutes. Gone. There's, there's, as soon as I read it, gone. There's people over there that are like, taste is paying for my kid's college education. Yes. They, you're bankrolling. Yes. It. In fact, it could just be one of their other flavors. If they just told me it was pumpkin, I was buying three boxes. All right. So if, if last year they had some phenomenal pumpkin chocolate chip cookie built bars, and I was wondering the other day if they were going to bring some pumpkin spice back to old built bar, and now they are, and all their other great flavors are, well, great as well. Uh, loaded with flavor, taste, chocolate, all covered in real chocolate, protein, not loaded though with sugar, carbs, and calories. You won't believe it's a protein bar. That's how good they are. And right now, if you use my promo code DACE, and it turns out three boxes, uh, I did save a good bit of money with my own promo code, though. I, I wonder how what portion of my own show sales have been my household using my promo code. And then how, how many people in the audience have actually used it, what the ratio to that is, right? It's like, if I'm, like if I, am I funding this commercial? Campaign? It's probably competitive. <laughs> it probably is. All right, so use the promo code DACE to get 15% off at Built Bar right now. B-U-I-L-T for Built Bar, promo code D-E-A-C-E. Built.com, promo code DACE to get 15% off. Get those pumpkin puffs today. Let us get to the montage. And I I can't even imagine. You know what? Let's start with something good. Let's do that. Is that okay? If you can find something good. Do you know... Folks, how incensed they are at several pop culture enclaves in America right now that when they log on to see what is this generation's version of the billboard charts, right? I mean, that's what we were into. Casey Kasem would count them down for right. us every every weekend, right? Those And that was the charts that told us what the top songs in America were. Now, of course, it's what's trending on iTunes, what's being downloaded on Spotify and Amazon. I Folks, they'll, they'll never let you see it, okay? They'll never let you see it. But this is a little bit like the great what the great prophet Eddie Murphy once said. I know that you know. And you know that I know. Know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'll just leave it there. Okay. Um, but, because uh, the rest of it is not PG-13. But um, they're incensed. Just imagine what their private texts and emails are to each other at these record companies, at these tech companies. And... Bathe in that. Enjoy that. I've never even heard the song. I don't know if it's any good. I don't care. That's, that, that's not the point. All right, song might be trash. I don't know. You know, probably not for me. I'm a 48-year-old white guy. But that's not the point. This, see, what you've done here is, again, the mocking, the scorning, You've agit-propped the agit-proppers. Just like 
you know, we talked yesterday on our Ask Me Anything, how they are trying to co-op symbols like Captain America and Superman and turn them into agents and provocateurs for their propaganda. You have taken what they view as their outlets, their platforms, their methods of communication, and you have turned the tables on them. And that's outstanding. And, and because part of this is psychological, right? You, if you watch a football game, the sideline reporter will talk about when a team is losing, boy, it's really dead here on this sideline. Is it dead on the sideline because they're losing or are they losing because it's dead on the sideline? Yes. As the great prophet Yogi Berra once said, half of this game is 90% mental. All right. It's it, the answer is yes. These, these things are, we're not just automatons. We're not merely physical or material beings, right? I mean, we are, even those of us that deny it are still made in the image of God. We are still body, mind, soul. So the emotional aspect of this, the, it, it does it for us, right? That you sense a different tone on our show when we come in and it feels like we're on offense as opposed to we're just ankle grabbing and taking it and, and assuming the position, right? Isn't my tone of voice different when it feels like we're playing offense? Sure. I mean, the score of the game might not even be that different, but it just feels like old Mo has changed hands, right? All right. This is debilitating them. There's not enough cocaine to snort, to self-medicate for what you guys turning their devices and narratives and platforms against them. There's just, if, if, if you're having a rough day and you're like, man, I got a case of the Mondays again this Tuesday. Stop, take a deep breath and love the smell of napalm in the morning. Because this is soul crushing to the spirit of the age to see this. Crushing. And part of this is a propaganda war. That's why the Axis and Allies both did lit drops. They both did leaf drops of propaganda. Because part of it is a propaganda war. Do you really believe you can win? Do you really believe you're winning? This is an example of a win. And it's the kind of win, too, that just, from a, from a morale and esprit de corps standpoint, crushes these people. So by all means, continue on. And you know, I, I, I said this over the weekend, and I didn't say it on the show, and that now's a good time for me to say this on the show. The very first proclamation of this country's existence... The first time this country announced itself to the world was a statement of defiance and non-compliance against their own countrymen. These are English citizens, subjects. These aren't the Visigoths coming over the wall. This isn't the Islamic horde of the Crusades. It's not Attila the Hun. It's not Genghis Khan. It's not Ivan the Terrible. It's their own country. The first time that this nation announces itself to the world, it is a declaration of defiance and non-compliance with the tyrannical and oppressive edicts of their own country. 
that's our Genesis story. That's our birth. And God, in his providence, could have snuffed that out right away, right? But he didn't. Instead, for a couple of centuries, he let his grace shine on me. So what does that mean? Defiance and non-compliance with wickedness is obedience to God. That's what it means. You know a tree by its fruit. And despite the fact that we have had moral shortcomings, blights, our own national wickedness of slavery, for example, we're not perfect. And yet, overall, look at the fruit on the tree of this country. It has been used by our Creator in a secular, civic arena to be a shining city on the hill. It inspired countries and cultures in this world far older than our own who never even thought this was attainable, let alone possible, to themselves aspire to be free. So here's what that means for us. Step in to that heritage. Assume that mantle. Accept the legacy that was preserved for us at a great cost. A lot of blood and a lot of treasure. And go and do likewise. The students in Loudoun County, Virginia this morning, walking out of school, our district coddles rapists. That's the spirit I'm talking about. The tens of thousands in the streets in New York City, five minutes from where your media is located, and yet they just have no idea these riots, mostly peaceful protests. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what they were doing last year. I'm sorry. They have no idea these mass protests are going on literally right down the street from where they can look out the window where they're broadcasting from. Those are examples of what I'm talking about. History's heroes are never the compliant. It's always the non-compliant. Well, Steve, Peter told us to obey the king. Well, Peter must have done something to not obey the king. Otherwise, they wouldn't have hung him upside down. Paul said to respect the civil authority. Well, then why did Nero cut his head off if that just meant do whatever Caesar says, if that's what it means? That's not what it means. Render under Caesar that which is Caesar's. Render under God that which is God's. God has granted you your rights. Your rights come from him. Government is not to interfere with those God-given rights. If you allow government to interfere with your God-given rights, you're in disobedience to God because he gave you those rights. That's your birthright. He gave those to you. You have committed a wicked act of an ingrate. You're like the Israelites who said, give us a king so we can be like everybody else. God gave you a country 
where your rights come from him and a government cannot take them away and you're even armed to defend them. If you hand them over on your own, you are the one in sin, not the people who refuse to comply. The compliant are the slave. For you have made yourself a bondservant to the state. You have committed an act of idolatry. You worship the state instead of the God from whom your rights come from. Accept the heritage and the legacy that was preserved for you and me for centuries. Step into that heritage and go and do likewise. Gentlemen, you have any thoughts? Well, that'll preach, and there's really no choice in the matter. That's the thing that actually helps at this point in the game. I mean, there, based on a lot of reasons, there shouldn't have been a choice for you individually much, much earlier than this. But we are in the end game now. And the choice isn't between acting or not. It, it is simply to be free or to be a serf. There's, there's, there's no keeping your powder dry uh, anymore. It, 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 we're playing with live ammunition. Always were. But it's abundantly clear that there's one side that is in a winner-take-all mode. And unless we are as well, game over. And especially for your kids. Whatever dreams you have floating around in your head about them, holding your grandkids, all that stuff. Nope. This is a broken record, uh, another drum beat, a dead horse, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. But um, you have to make the choice when the time comes and when the opportunities arise, and there are opportunities, and there will be more opportunities in the future. When you have the opportunity to say no, when you have the opportunity as you said, to make a statement, to make a point. That's the psychological warfare that's going on here. You take that opportunity. You take the opportunity to say, mm, no. Somebody tweeted us this morning. I can't remember your name off the, top of your he- off the top of my head. You know who you are, though, one of our listeners. So they went to their dentist's office this morning. They wanted him to, to mask up, to muzzle himself. He said, no, I'm going to wait outside. When it's my time, you're going to give me the, the services that I scheduled, they caved in. There's a world full of people. Jesse Kelly pointed this out recently. A, a, a world full of communists here, especially specifically in the United States, that did not live the life and have not lived the lives of the communists of antiquity, who had to fight tooth and nail, bloody conflicts, to get their power. The communists here at home have been coddled their entire lives, have not really had to sacrifice much of anything. They're soft. Look what happens when you push back on them a little bit. They will fold like a cheap chair. I promise you, I promise you, you just have to call their bluff. And what we're talking about, communist spirit of the age, it's, it's the same thing to me. They're both driven by the same 
hell forces. So call the bluff every opportunity you get. Say no. Just say no. All right, coming up on the show today, um, and I, I'm going to warn you up front, my answer is going to be no or I won't respond because 7,000 of you are going to email me. Can you send me the links? I don't have the time to do that, okay? That's why I'm going to do a, sh- a show that you can bookmark. Write stuff down. We're, g- we're going to give you data, true data on the vaccines that your corporate media, and frankly, even a lot of so-called alternative media, doesn't want you to see or won't talk about because they're afraid of uh, offending the algorithm. We're also going to give you resources to get access to early treatment, both from a doctor, a provider side, but then also from the supplier side. Okay? Make sure, please, I beg you, on behalf of you, yourself, your families, people you know, When we give this information out here in the next two segments of the show over the following hour, you write as much of this down as possible. If you're watching on video or listening on podcast, you got to pause it. Fine. But, But this stuff may literally save the life of someone you know, might save yours. So we're going to do that here because we're all facing a choice. Those of us that live in the throes of the winter that's coming. We're going to do that here when we come back. Whether it's your back, your shoulders, your neck, uh, your knees, if you are dealing with lingering chronic pain, not something because of a real injury or a recent injury, but the chronic nagging variety that just seemingly will not go away, chances are that's the result of too much inflammation in your body. And so if you're looking for an all-natural anti-inflammatory, backed by 35 years of clinical research, but also backed by going on two years now of use by yours truly, so I can personally testify uh, to its positive effects, you're looking for our friends at Omega XL. And right now, if you want to go after the chronic uh, pain in your body, likely being caused by inflammation, you can buy one bottle, get a second one for free when you go and visit OmegaXL.com slash Steve. That's OmegaXL.com. Dot com slash Steve or give them a call at 800-844-4888. That's 800-844-4888. So right on cue, I said at the top of the show we had a theme today. And that theme is, unless you know you and everyone in your household has recovered in, say, the last six to nine months of a COVID infection, If you are in the throes of winter and winter is coming, you face a choice. And that choice is you will either sign up to be injected and re-injected. I've been warning about this for weeks, by the way. Didn't I say almost a month, more than a month ago now, if you sign up for vaccination, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to inform you before you make that decision yourself. You need to understand. This will not be, I'm just getting the J&J one-time jab so so I don't lose my job. No, you're signing up. For moving goalposts and reoccurring injections. Did I not say this? Yes. And already CDC is signaling now that they will soon make it, if you don't have a third shot, you're not fully vaccinated. Moderna just announced in the last hour 
that they believe their shot is going to be required yearly. Weird. Kind of like a flu shot for a virus that's supposedly not like the flu. Isn't that kind of weird? Anyway, anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, so this is the choice you face. Because every time we re-inject masses of people with this experimental tech, the odds of reoccurring or greater occurring side effects multiply. I mean, every time you keep injecting this into 150 million people, the odds are going to go up. That's not an insignificant sample size, correct? Correct. All right. So you're either going to choose this, that you don't get off the treadmill, Lab Rat. You don't get out of Skinner's box. You will remain on a program of injections and re-injections with a technology we have never put into masses of people in all of history, or you better learn about early treatment. Now, a lot of you in our audience know quite a bit about it, but you're frustrated at your inability to acquire it. That's one of the reasons we launched a federal lawsuit that we announced on our show last week against Walmart for attempting to deny early treatment against one of my best friends. In the meantime, though, where can you go? What is a resource? We want to introduce you to one right now. Tim Chung is here with us. Their website is uh, sevencells.com, sevencells.com. Tim, welcome to the show. My name is Steve Dace. It's a pleasure to have you with us, brother. How are you? Good. How are you, Steve? I'm very well. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Well, I'm the chief medical officer for Seven's Health uh, Telehealth Platform, and we are an independent platform of anybody, and we connect the patients with the doctors with a custom compounding pharmacy that is GMP, uh, USP 800 um, quality material, and we use only the best materials so we can compound for the patient for a specific weight to the doctor's orders. I want to start by having you fact check me, Tim. Do you agree with the the choice I just laid down that unless you can document that you've had a somewhat recent within the six or last six or nine months recovered infection from COVID with winter coven, look, looking at the current trend lines of spread and infection, if you're in that winter train of coming down the tracks, you're facing a choice, which is sign up for reoccurring experimentation or you better master how to acquire these early treatments they want to deny. Is that correct in your view? Well, look, Steve, I'm in the great state of Florida with uh, Governor DeSantis, and we believe in choice here. So if someone chooses to do that, knowing the risks, then that is their choice. And we're here to help fulfill whatever choice the patient makes, uh, including the non-vaccines and the vaccines, if they choose so. How can, so can you guys deliver or handle business nationwide, Tim? We've been known to crash a few websites in the last couple of years. Well, what I got to tell you is that we absolutely can handle most states and we are uh, in all U.S. territories and we ship to uh, 43 plus states. So uh, we can handle the volume and we can definitely handle um, anything you throw at us because we can handle it just like Disney would handle a crowd if it gets really, really busy. What made you decide to go down this road, Tim? Why are you bucking the trend here? We're not bucking the trend. In our opinion, that this this uh, service that we're offering it's a little confusing because we're doing what we're supposed to do, which is hmm. help patients hmm. and to get whatever drugs is needed by the doctor, ordered by a doctor, on label or off label, into the patient's hands. Because ultimately, we are for the people and by the people in this nation. Correct? Well, we we used to think that that's what uh, healthcare providers did is provide healthcare. And then COVID came along, and then suddenly, because we were out of leeches and copper bracelets, we told people who tested positive, 
go home, wait until you can't breathe. We don't know, we don't know how to treat a respiratory virus in the or a respiratory infection in the 21st century. We have no clue. So just wait till you can't breathe, and then come back to the hospital. Maybe we'll put you in the e, in the ICU on a ventilator. And at that point, it's you know flip two faces coin whether you ever get out of there alive. That's pretty much been our early treatment protocol. Uh, and we had these monoclonal antibodies for since last November, but of course until your governor actually made them portable and available to people, suddenly now nobody was even aware they existed and now we want to ration those as well so yeah tim unfortunately brother the fact that you actually want to continue to provide health care for people is bucking the trend right now my friend yeah it's really confusing you know it, we started this back uh in early 2019 um and we really really wanted to connect people with providers with a compounding lab and a, a system where everything worked together really quickly and really uh efficiently. And what we didn't see was, hey, you had uh, examples of doctors that have telehealth services. You had examples of pharmacies that could do some online ordering, uh, but you never had the connection with the patient and you never had the integration between the doctor and the patient and uh, same day service or next day service like we do in most uh, times, unless you know we get high volume. So the promise time is up to five to seven business days all throughout, including the doctor's review. And on the doctor's review point, we're actually the one of the cheapest, around $25 uh, a consult. So, you know, we package that with our pricing for the ivermectin, which is $9.97 at the moment uh, per capsule, and that can go up to 28 milligrams. So it's actually extremely good value for what you're looking at. You can compare that pricing to anything you can find on GoodRx, and we are cheaper uh, for the most part. And we're also uh, you know, looking forward to new products that are rolling out. You can check out our site at sevencells.com. That's S-E-V-E-N-C-E-L-L-S.com. And you can sign up for the new product that's coming out as well. If someone already has a prescription from their doctor and they can't get it filled, can they still come to you? Or is it a fully integrative process? Our platform is made to be fully integrative. And yes, if doctors want to use eScribe and Scribe into our system and they know uh, which uh, capsule we compound, then absolutely we can uh, take care of whoever needs to be taken care of. But the easiest part is if you think about it, if you go to your doctor, even a copay is 25 to $35, you just have to go online, fill out this form, mm-hmm. uh, pay the you know authorization fee, uh, which is $25 for the prescriber and whatever quantity you choose in quantities of 10, 20, 40, to 60, and you probably will get that reviewed within the next 24 hours. So it's six so and one half dozen of the other. The, a copay for my insurance, even if I have a doctor that will prescribe it, that copay is exactly what it would cost just to do the entire experience with a with a telehealth professional through you guys, is what you're saying. Absolutely. All right. Somebody's listening right now. First of all, lots of people are. Would you suggest that they get a hold of you preemptively or wait until they are COVID positive? Well, look, you know, we have a lot of anecdotal stories. We had a guy that's been on uh, our products since December, and he says that it absolutely helped him, uh, and to this day it helps him. And we can, uh, you know, utilize this product for uh, novel uses and off-label uses as prescribed by our doctors. So, yes, in any case, uh, our doctors can take care of our patients. All right, so I live in Iowa, or someone lives in New York, Vermont, Michigan, 
the winter wave, the, the sunbelt wave you guys just got done with, the winter wave, it's coming north to us now, right? I'm, I'm, I'm diabetic. I'm 65. I'm 75. Um, and so I, if, if I want to get, get armed prophylactically, I can come to you for that when I, because I sense that the wave is coming right at me. I can come to you guys for that. Absolutely. All right. Walk us through the process then. Someone's listening, watching right now. They want to get a hold of you. How does it work? Well, that's really easy, Steve. Uh, first thing they have to remember is that we create a custom discount code for the Steve Dace show. It's D-E-A-C-E, and it's going to be on the top left-hand corner where it says promo code. So make sure you put in promo code D-E-A-C-E, and you'll get a discount uh, by watching this show. Then you go uh, to 7 com, S-E-V-E-N-C-E-L-L-S.com. Just click on the product that you want, fill out the information for the billing and the demographics, and it will put an authorization onto your credit card. Now, we offer a 100% risk-free guarantee because if for some reason you don't qualify, then we automatically give you back the money that you just put down. So there is no risk to you until the doctor approves the medication. And once he approves it, then we charge your card. Um, so then after the authorization process, you fill out a questionnaire, and then you complete it, and it gets automatically submitted to one of our prescribers, which then reviews it. And if necessary, and in certain states that require it, we will get in contact with our patients. Then after that, once everything is approved, we custom compound each capsule offering strength from eight milligram uh, ivermectin all the way up to 28 milligrams of ivermectin based on the FLCCC IMAS Plus protocol. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we make it and it ships out usually within three business days. Outstanding. Uh, Tim, I cannot thank you guys enough for what you're doing. And you're not alone. It's just there is not a lot of you. Um, and you guys are, are literally saving lives and still taking uh, the Hippocratic Oath seriously. So God bless you, brother. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll, we'll try not to crash your servers. Okay? All right. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate it. All right. I, again, and I didn't know they were going to throw a promo code in there. So, because I don't think they're our ad client. I think they actually are on Daniel's show. So now you're going to get a bonus for that. I just, Daniel told me about this guy. I'm like, well, let's give them all the exposure we can get. So now they're going to throw something at our audience pro bono uh, by all means. Um, seven cells, but it's the, it's the word seven. You got to spell it out. S-E-E-S-E-V-E-N-C-E-L-L-S. I forgot how to spell seven for a second. S-E-V-E-N-C-E-L-L-S, sevencells.com. Sevencells.com is where you can go to get your prescription done. Now, maybe you've already got one. He can handle. They can handle that there. But if you are starting over from zero, they give you the full integrative process there as well. Sevencells.com. Jot that down. Make sure you've got it ready to go in case you need it this winter. 7cells.com, promo code DACE, and they'll give you a discount for that. And again, they're just doing that because they take healthcare seriously. They're not even a client of our show. 7cells.com, promo code DACE. Here are some other places you need to know. Dot, all right, so hopefully you're taking notes. Remember these. Or bookmark this. Send yourself a text or a, a message on your phone if you're listening uh, in transit right now. Hey, bookmark segment two, day show. All right, I got to go back and get these resources because thousands of you are going to email me. Can you send me the links? I just don't have the time to do it. So I'm going to try to reach all of you right now. Okay, earlytreatmentreport.com is a great catch-all 
It's got links to a lot of these places. It's kind of a drudge report for early treatment. All right, so earlytreatmentreport.com. Again, earlytreatmentreport.com. Write that down, okay? Uh, here's another. And this outfit is where I sent my Marine friend, Bill, to get his ivermectin prescription. Ivermectinken.com. Ivermectinken, all one word. Ivermectinken.com. Again, ivermectinken.com. All right, next. You heard Peter McCullough mention this recently on our show. Myfreedoctor.com. Myfreedoctor.com. I'm giving you as many of these as I can because originally there was just two, like America's Frontline Doctors in one other place, and they just got so loaded. Now I'm getting emails from people. I've been waiting to hear back from them weeks or months. So I'm trying to give you as many options as I can here, okay, to help as many of you as we can. Myfreedoctor.com. That one is easy to remember. Myfreedoctor.com. Here's another. Push Health. These are all actually easy to remember, okay? Pushhealth.com. Pushhealth.com. That's another you can use. Um, and yesterday's overtime. We had Dr. Stella Emanuel, who used to be with America's Frontline Doctors. She met, and, and if you have not watched that, I mean, I, I just sat here like mesmerized for about 20 minutes talking to them. Actually, I didn't talk to this woman. I just listened, man. I just listened while she just like laid down ordinance, man. Okay. I was like, by the end of it, I was like, show me your ways. Yeah. Don't okay. you want to hear her and Glenn Beck talk about revelation? Are <laughs> yes. you want an you want an we've, you've used that term integrative a lot. You want an integrative health experience? Watch yesterday's overtime at blazetv.com/slash days. That's as integrative as it gets. All right, but here's her website because she's helping people with this too. DrStellaMD.com. DrStellaMD.com. And one more time, the pharmacy we're highlighting now to get these prescriptions filled. Okay, seven cells and spell out the word seven, seven cells.com. If you throw my last name in there, they'll give you a discount. Seven cells.com. Okay. Um, any quick thoughts before we get uh, out of here with hour one? My quick thought that dude totally legit was legit two years ago, three years ago. The doctors he's working with all the same, but I can't help. What you witness there is basically a de facto black market. Yes. Because yeah. no, so many people in the medical community aren't doing their damn jobs. And that's that's why the cost of ivermectin has gone up, is because cost always increase with a black market, because it becomes contraband. Except this contraband might save your life. Might keep you out of an ICU and off a ventilator. Okay? So I, I pray that you wrote as many of those down as you possibly could. All right? Now we're going to get into the vaccines when we come back. And we're back with Hour 2, live and on demand here on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Steve Dace here with Todd Erzin, Aaron McIntyre, and all of you. Let us know what you think. 
about what we think via the stevedace.com inbox. Steve at stevedace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook, where you every now and then still might see. Hashtag Facebook approved takes. You can also follow me on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Uh, look for me on Rumble, uh, Getter, Gab, and Parlor. And then also uh, look for clips of the show at rumble.com slash Steve Dace Show. Again, that's rumble.com slash Steve Dace Show. I think I said Rumble a minute ago instead of MeWe. It's MeWe, Parlor, Gab, and Getter. And then clips of the show at rumble.com slash Steve Dace Show. And again, it's D E A C E. That's also where you can go for. Uh, a discount on your ivermectin prescription right now if you want to go to the pharmacy we just introduced you to that will fill it for you at sevencells.com. Spell out the number seven, S-E-V-E-N-C-E-L-L-S, sevencells.com. And yes, if you're looking at just being forewarned and forearmed prophylactically, they will help you with that too. Okay, sevencells.com. Use my last name and get a discount there, D-E-A-C-E. All right, coming up here in hour two, well, first let me warn you that the computer servers uh, over at the Social Security Administration, the U.S. Census Bureau, the Department of Health and Human Services, you know, they have a, they have any personal data stored at any of those servers, do you think, any of those places? Probably. Uh, just a, a smidge. Their servers are decades old, making them very hackable, which makes our personal information, vulnerable. Now, even if you've got good identity theft protection, and if you don't, boy, how do you should, they can still get that information and then use it to come after your home's equity. It's called home title theft because a lot of our home's titles are kept online. Now they've got information that might give them access to sign in online as you make it look like now you've sold your home to them with what's called a quick claim deed. They start liquidating your equity and before you know it or likely well before you know it it's gone and you likely don't find out until those kinds of calls start showing up on your mobile uh those sorts of things start showing up in your mailbox you never want to see don't let that happen to you with our friends at home title lock <clears throat> they will do what your mortgage lender and your bank cannot do and your homeowner's insurance cannot do protect you just go to hometitlelock.com today use the promo code radio uh, and get 30 free days of protection for your most important asset. 30 free days of protection for free today with the promo code radio when you go to hometitlelock.com. Again, that's hometitlelock.com. If you're a podcast listener to the program, thank you. Please leave us a five-star review. Uh, hit subscribe or follow. Thanks to each and every one of the thousands upon thousands of you that have done those two things. You are helping our show to grow and we would appreciate any new additions to that list here today after you hear this message. All right. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we'll get into Pop Culture Tuesday, a new movie out. One of the best movies I've seen so far this year. It is very well done, very well acted, um, and very well and cleverly written. It's also, though, I suspect, meant to be some sort of alm or tribute to contemporary feminism even though it's set in the 14th century. Because nothing says putting history in its proper context, like putting 21st century virtues and values 800 years retroactively 
<laughs> in, in, in forest, right? Nothing, nothing says mercy triumphs over judgment. Nothing says love your neighbor as you love yourself more than judging people that lived 800 years ago by the standards of what we're talking about here today, right? Sure. I mean, it's very, it's very warm, fuzzy. Here's the irony of this movie, though. The irony of this movie is it ends up at the end dunking on the very political narrative that I'm, I think, I don't know for sure, but having just seen the movie on Saturday night, I, I think it's trying to perpetuate. I, I will explain here coming up uh, with a spoiler ridden review of the last duel that's coming up here at the bottom of the hour. All right, let's get over to fake news or not brought to you by real estate agents. I trust.com. If you want to get in the real estate market during any time, it can be challenging, but how about these unprecedented times? Bing. Where even the price of Turkey, did you see this graphic? Even MSNBC is admitting that a thing, the average Thanksgiving turkey cost like $12 and change in 2019. Now it's going to be well over $20 and change in 2021. Is that not the hyperinflation that uh, Twitter Jack is warning everybody about? And yet, ironically, isn't he running a protection racket for the very people that are imposing the hyperinflation on us? I can't worry about turkey. I'm waiting for my treadmill, man. <laughs> Thank you. Jen uh, Pisaki, we appreciate that. Um, but yeah, who knows? Who knows where the housing market may go? It looks good now, but a lot of markets looked good a while ago, and then not so much now. That's why before you go in, make sure you go in with an agent that you can trust. Where would you find a real estate agent you can trust? Well, the name of the website kind of says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com is where you can go to find an agent whose track record of success has been fully vetted and verified, otherwise they wouldn't be listed, and we can probably hook you up with one of these agents that can get you to just about anywhere you want to move to or from at realestateagentsitrust.com. Again, that's realestateagentsitrust.com. Fake news or not, we have a theme on the program today. We told you about it at the top of the show, that, that basically all of us now in winter's path, and winter is coming, all of us now in winter's path have a choice to make, especially if you saw what happened to the Sunbelt wave. It was devastating. All of us have a choice to make that are in winter's path now. If we don't know for sure, we have robust natural immunity from a prior and recovered COVID infection at least at least within this calendar year, if not the last six or nine months, then the rest of us have a choice to make. And this choice comes down to not just you listening, but everyone in your household. The choice is you sign up for the spirit of the age treadmill because that's what you're going to be on. You are now part of of an ongoing experiment, an mRNA injection and reinjection. Who knows, man? It might turn out great. I don't know. A year or two from now, we might be looking at this technology and maybe they've figured something out with round two or version 3.0 that they haven't figured out yet, you know, trying to rush these products to market. We can't sit here and say a year or two from now that we won't be sitting here and singing sulky and like praises for this. Can we say here, can we sit here, can we say that for sure? Not for sure. Not for sure. I, I would not bet on that, by the way, but I can't, 
I can't tell you that for sure. Here's what I can tell you for sure. You won't be getting this just this shot just once, not if you actually want it to work. You won't be getting it just once. There will not be just one round. You will be getting injected and re-injected. CDC hinted last week that they will be pulling in Israel on you shortly. That soon, if you don't have a third booster, you will not be under CDC guidelines considered fully vaccinated. Moderna announced during our show just a little while ago that it foresees its shot being necessary on an annual basis. Keep in mind, this is unlike any vaccine technology we have ever used. We have already seen a higher volume of side effects than for any previous vaccine in the history of the adverse side effects database. Now, as I've pointed out, a part of that is simply just because of the sheer volume of these that we're injecting. I mean, we've, we've never injected this much of a vaccine into people before this fast. Never. In human history. About 6 billion doses of this of, of these various COVID therapeutics have been injected globally, about six billion. But here's the issue. Even if the rates of adverse side effects are low, and they are, they multiply with every new round of reinjection, because we're doing the time warp again. We just so you multiply it times two, times three, times four. One of the one of the accounts, anonymous accounts, that's proven to be one of the better follows during COVID stand. Gummy Bear, you guys know who that is, right? You've seen that? Of course. Have you seen he's got a, he, he, he has an article out. Mostly peaceful myocarditis. That's what yes. it's called. Talking about injecting children. Mostly peaceful myocarditis. How great. I told him that's a freaking great headline when he sent it to me. Wished I had thought of it. All right. Mostly peaceful myocarditis. So... We talked early treatment last hour, gave you a lot of good options there, because that's your other option. Your other option is early treatments. Have access to them, know where you can go to get them, and maybe already go ahead and have them in your home, just in case. Some of you, though, will choose the vaccination route, or already have, or you're contemplating it. I want to walk you through the data that's probably not being shown you. That's not being shared with you most other places, including in a lot of other alternative media outlets. Okay. Let us begin here. I want to walk you through a thread. And this is data that's just released from the CDC on Friday. Don't shoot the messenger. This was just released data from CDC on Friday. You know, we're... All the best news gets dumped on a Friday, yeah, right? of course. What I'm going to show you is that last week in America, 40%, or the last week we kept the stats, so the, that would be the week ending the week before, because we don't have this last week's stats yet, so the week prior. In the most recent week of, of stats from CDC, 40% of the people who died with COVID in America, 40% were vaccinated. I'm going to show this to you, Okay. Here is the cumulative, if you're watching on Blaze TV or later today on Rumble. Uh, if you're not on, if you're just listening to the podcast, you don't, you don't get to see this, okay? But up on our screen right now, I have for you the screen capture of the cumulative breakthrough death report from CDC last week. 
And as you can see on that very top line, total number of breakthrough deaths in America, meaning they call a breakthrough when somebody who's vaccinated has been infected or died, that the infection broke through the vaccine. Total number of breakthrough deaths, 7,178. Now, I, I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you right now, it's higher than that. Looking at the stats that I've looked at at state dashboards, but we're just going to go with their numbers. Because their own numbers are going to make my point for me. I don't have to embellish or, over, or estimate one way or the other. So on October 12th, CDC reported there had been a grand total. So from the start of January until now, of just 7,171 breakthrough deaths with COVID. Next, there's the report they put out on Friday. The report, as you see, that they put out on Friday, October the 18th, for which a place I used to write for, USA Today, wrote a glowing piece about what a great miracle these COVID vaccines are using the exact same scam of cumulative data, pre-Delta data, no trend data, totally out of context data. So it's a complete fallacy, and I mean that to be a lie, data. Here's the trend line. On October 18th, CDC reported that there were now 10,857 deaths with COVID vaccination in America. That is an increase, folks, of 51.2% in one week. In one week, the number went up 51.2%. Some of you will say, well, Steve, they take longer to find out and code the, the, the vaccinated deaths. So, and why? They don't take weeks and months in most cases to tag and bag someone that died with COVID unvaccinated. We find out about that like three seconds, don't we? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, if, if, it, if, it, if indeed this is true that it jumped this high because it took them weeks and months to truly investigate whether that person was vaccinated or not, why is there, then, then the follow-up question to that is, why is there one set of data credentialing and verifying for the vaccinated that does not, does not exist for the unvaccinated and largely didn't exist last year when there weren't any vaccines? So that is not an excuse. In fact, that actually further indicates fudging the numbers and manipulating them. And by the way, they don't even claim that. So I'm not giving them that excuse. I've just heard some people proffer that to me on Twitter. So that, that's maybe you might even be right, but I'm not granting them that. That's a 51.2% increase in just one week. Moving on. If you go to Worldometer's day or Worldometer's page for the United States, I've always said, hey, if you want to get weekly stats and benchmark them by where things were at the time a year ago, go to the World Health Organization dashboard, right? But if you want to see where things are going day to day, go to Worldometer. They update things daily for you. So I did. I went over to Worldometer's page for the United States and if you go down to their death graphic there, I added it up. From October 13th to October 18th, 9,060 people died with COVID in America during this reporting period from CDC. 9,060 people died. According to the CDC data I just showed you, therefore, 3,679 of them were vaccinated. Meaning, if you take the amount of 
the amount that the, the, the total cumulative deaths of vaccinated COVID patients increased in one week, and you divided it by the total number of COVID deaths that week, guess what you get? 40% of all COVID deaths in the United States last week vaccinated. 3,679 one-week increase in vaccinated COVID deaths divided by 9,060 total COVID deaths that same week is a 40% increase. I'm sorry, is 40% of all COVID deaths in the U.S. last week were vaccinated. 40%. To repeat, a 51.2% increase in fully vaccinated COVID deaths in just the last week and CDC is now reporting 40% of all COVID deaths in America last week were vaccinated. These are their numbers. So Mara Eliasson over at NPR and anyone else out there trying to manipulate the updates I've been given on this constantly. Or maybe you're just peddling weak-ass fake news. Maybe, you don't even, maybe you're too dumb to understand what the term trend line or last week means. But these are the government's numbers. These are the government's numbers. Now, keep this in mind. As Daniel points out, they game this out to make the vaccines look the best they can. For example, partially vaccinated people count as unvaccinated. You're not counted as fully vaccinated until you have gotten the until you're 14 days outside of the decisive shot. Oh, by the way, when are most of the side effects in the adverse side effects database reported? Within the first 14 days after injection. And now, though, they don't want to count you as being fully vaccinated until you're outside of those 14 days. I'm sure that's just a coincidence, fellas, right? I'm sure it's just a Trust coincidence. Trust the experts. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Okay. But here's what that means. It means that the data I just presented to you is the most favorable framing possible. What they're releasing is the most favorable framing possible. The most favorable number we can come up with is that 40% of the people who died with COVID last week were vaccinated. That's the most favorable number. Most favorable one. Because we're not counting... Single dose, va- single dose vaccinations or people that haven't, aren't 14 days. That's why I was asking when we started denying transplants, organ transplants now to people who aren't fully vaccinated like Cleveland Clinic wants to do. Okay, so I got to get a heart transplant. I finally agree. Fine. I, dude, COVID vaccines might be complete and total canal water, but I got to get a new heart, right? right? Give me the COVID vaccine. However, if, if, if I'm not considered vaccinated until 14 days after, do I have to hope that I, I don't die on the slab waiting for a heart transplant for two weeks? Or am I instantly counted as vaccinated so I can get a heart transplant? You know what I'm saying? Yes. See, they don't answer these kinds of questions. Because they're not doing data. They're doing framing and narrative. So the numbers I just showed you are the most favorable framing possible. Now, lest you think any of this is made up whatsoever, here's the former director of the CDC, who is now the senior advisor to Larry Hogan, the governor of Maryland, every Democrat's favorite Republican governor. Here's what he said on Fox News last week. Uh, I hear a lot of times people feel it's a rare event that fully vaccinated people may die. I happen to be the senior advisor to Governor Hogan in the state of Maryland. 
uh, in the last six to eight weeks, uh, more than 40% of the people that died in Maryland were fully vaccinated. See, I've been tracking this trend for about four to six weeks. It was early. It was mid-September when I started looking at all these states' da- dashboards right. for these numbers. That's why I'm telling you, it's it's not just that it suddenly became 40 percent. The number's higher than that because I've been tracking these data trends in states like Maryland, where Dr. Redfield works now. And what is he saying? It's been 40% or higher for a couple of months. Hmm. Let's go let, let's let's go to the true efficacy or let's let's go to this tweet next. I want to reiterate. The goalposts constantly move because the the goal here is to make the vaccines look good, not to find out how truly good they are. They might actually be pretty good. They're just not like, you know, intergalactic. But that isn't that isn't pretty good. Doesn't raise anybody's share price. Intergalactically. Intergalactic does. So they're going to lie. They're going to frame these things as best they can like they are, as you put it, Todd, magical elixirs. Here's Dr. Robert Malone, who's been on our show. Oh, only the first guy to actually patent mRNA technology. So what does he know about it? He's a chump. Clearly nothing. And he's pointing out they're about to change the definition of fully vaccinated on you. Again, you sign up for this, you're it's welcome to the Hotel California. You can check in anytime you like, brother. But you can never leave. So if you think just getting this will get me into this event, will get me my job, get my kid in school, and I can just move on and give in this one time, oh no, you won't. The bully will be back for your lunch money again. Soon and proper. So what is the true efficacy of these vaccines? Look at this from Justin Hart, one of the OGs. He's one of the founders of Rational Ground. Great website. It was just on our show a couple of weeks back. Look what he tweeted out. How do you calculate the efficacy of a vaccine against a disease where half of the people already have it? Someone at CDC pointed out to Justin that nearly 60% of vaccinated people self-reported they had already had COVID. 60%. A super majority. Here's what that means. You're watching a baseball game. Previous pitcher went eight innings. Struck out 12. Just, but he's out of gas, right? All right, so as when the guy's walking, you know, off the mound, they always show his stat line, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Guy comes in from the bullpen. Hasn't thrown a pitch yet. All of a sudden they show, struck out 12 batters in the game so far. And you're watching thinking, hasn't thrown a pitch yet. How do you strike anybody out? Uh, that's, they just took the strikeouts of the guy that already did all the heavy lifting and attributed him to the guy coming out of the bullpen. That's what that is. So the natural immunity that provided all the efficacy, we just give credit to that to the vaccines. You know what that means? We don't have any way of knowing that. We don't have. We don't. We have no way of knowing what the efficacy of these vaccines are. What is the vaccine anyway? We don't even know because we have. They because all along they've wanted to deny us a control group. That's why they had to lie about Sweden last year during lockdowns. 
That's why they're trying to get everybody vaccinated right now. So there's no control group so that we never know the true efficacy of these things. That's what the that's the goal here to never know what the true efficacy is on top of the meta goal, which is for you to not be a free person. To no longer have bodily autonomy. And your case for bodily autonomy rises and falls on what's the true efficacy of the vaccines. So if if a supermajority of the people getting them already had some form of immunity to COVID, we have no way of knowing what the actual efficacy of these vaccines are. We don't know. We don't know. Let's go to the UK where they're now giving us the best data in the world and screenshot as much of it as you can, folks, because like Israel, I don't know they'll be giving it to us much longer. It was in, just a few months ago, I told you Israel gave us the best data. We don't, we don't get squat out of Israel anymore. UK update, 70% of the people dying with COVID in England, double vaccinated. Keep in mind, almost 80% of those over 12 in the UK are vaccinated. Almost 80% of those over 12. And oh, by the way, the UK had virtually the exact same number of deaths the second week of October of 2020 as it did the second week of October 2021. How's that possible? 66 million people live in this country. And, and the same time period in a sample size of that size produced the same amount of COVID deaths the year where there were no vaccines as the year when there were. The difference is like seven. I I think it's like 841 to 833. That's crazy. That's not statistically possible. Unless the vaccines aren't good. Then it is. Let's get more on the UK. This is the second week in a row. Official UK government data shows that the vaccinated are more COVID infected in every age group in that country, except those under the age of 30 who are the least vulnerable to COVID. Now, some of you are going to say, and maybe have heard, well, of course we're going to have that because everybody, a lot more people are vaccinated. Because that's the goal of a vaccine. That's the goal of the vaccine, to see more infections. That's the goal of the vaccine. Everybody gets vaccinated to see more more infections. That's No. See, with that UK data, Aaron, can you put it back up there for just a second? What that UK data does, if you look at it closely, zoom in on that bottom box there if you can, Aaron. That's even possible. Maybe nope. we can't. Okay. See, what's the first word in the final, in the last two columns? What's the first word? Rates. Rates. See, they, they kindly actually broke it down per capita for us. That's not the whole raw number. They broke it down per capita. This is rate per 100,000 citizens. They already broke it down. So you can go ahead and take that fallacy and uh, stick it where the sun don't shine. That doesn't, that didn't, that dog wasn't hunting anyway, but it definitely, it, it's, 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 it's as dead as a dog in, in one of Anthony Fauci's experiments now. It's that dead. They already broke it down for you, per capita. Rates per 100,000 people. More COVID infected in every age group in the UK, except those under 30 who are doing just fine with COVID before we had any vaccines. 
So this is the information you should know to make the most informed choice that you can. Because we all do face a choice. If you have not had, at least within this calendar year, if not even more recent, a recovered COVID infection that gives you natural immunity and winter is coming, the choice you have now is to sign up to be a part of an ongoing human trial experiment with experimental tech that who knows when, if ever, it will end and you will be injected and re-injected repeatedly. Or... Know your outlets and resources for early treatment that we talked about last hour. That's the choice we now all face. Everyone in your household faces that. Any quick thoughts? We've been prepared for this game for a very long time. I was thinking while Steve was talking, back when George W. Bush was president and the scare scare tactic was used about arsenic in the water and it, it is a, a poisonous, but it also occurs at very low natural levels uh, in water. But the left, because George W. Bush was the early precursor of Orange Man Bad, you just you you take numbers totally out of context and you simply use it for fear. Here, the magical elixir that Steve talked about, it, it's just that in reverse because uh, uh, Biden is, is president and way beyond that now. Because there's a great reset narrative, it has to be spun that way. So that you're just, you're getting a story, uh, but you're not getting fact. And now a word about my underwear. Well, not mine specifically with the underwear that i wear from tommy john you know fall can be chaos in your pants you're overheating one second you're freezing the next there are times in october here in iowa i am blasting the heater on the way to the gym in the morning and then by the time we get done here and i'm done with everything else got the windows open or the ac on in the afternoon right that's one of the reasons why we love this time of year but uh you want to make sure your underwear can be ready to handle absolutely everything. So when you start your day off with wearing Tommy John, you're that much more comfortable. So you do everything better. They've got underwear that is breathable, lightweight, moisture wicking fabric. I don't know what that means, but it sounds cool. Uh, With four times the stretch of competing brands, that's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics with over 16 million pairs sold. How fanatical? They gave me a few pairs of these for free when we started talking about them a couple of years ago. I have made at least like five orders of Tommy John underwear since then, just out of pocket. That's how good this stuff is. All right. So I would highly recommend it. Best underwear I've ever tried. And they've got stuff for the ladies as well. I can't vouch. Um, You know, I'm not on uh, Lindsey Graham's private email list. So I can't vouch for the quality uh, as a man of the female loungewear but if it's anywhere close to you know how good they do for the men i I think you'll be satisfied maybe next time we have Lindsay on we can ask uh but get 20 percent off right now your first order when you go to tommy john was that was that okay i'm good okay i just want to make sure uh get 20 percent off now your first order when you go to tommyjohn.com slash steve 20 percent off your first order right now and i promise you it won't be your first order you you will be coming back for more 20% 20% off your first order right now at tommyjohn.com slash Steve. All right, let's get to Pop Culture Tuesday. And again, I hope you have those 
resources we shared with you for early treatment. I hope you've got those logged, written down, remembered, stored. Um, and uh, and and sevencells.com is the pharmacy you're looking for. Spell out the number seven, S-E-V-E-N, sevencells.com. Throw my last name in there. They'll give you a promo code discount, okay? And then um, all the information on the vaccines, the latest information that we just shared with you as well. And I've, I'm, I'm making the executive decision, by the way, we're putting all of this everywhere today. I don't care if it gets taken down in 15 minutes. 10 people might see it in those first 10 minutes, and it might save their life. Okay? So, I'm, I am in a bleep them all and let God sort them out mood. I'm kind of always in that mood, but I'm like really in that mood right now. I've gotten too many heartbreaking emails I continue to get from people, can't get treatment, loved one, can't get him out of the hospital, won't do anything for him. This is Third Reich level stuff. Third Reich level stuff. So I, I think I can risk a strike from my YouTube page. Think I can I think I can go ahead and Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Bonhoeffer literally tried to bomb Hitler to hell. Died in a concentration camp as a result. I guess facing the Third Reich of my era, I can risk a strike on my YouTube page. Fair? Can we risk a strike on YouTube? It's not exactly Project Valkyrie. But we'll go ahead and risk a strike on our YouTube. Oh, no, Mr. Bill, I got a strike on my YouTube page. Okay. We'll risk it. Let's get to Pop Culture Tuesday. Saw a movie Saturday night, and it's really good. Uh, Very well acted, well written. One of the best movies I've seen this year, and it's called The Last Duel. Somebody on Twitter is disgusted you're not talking about Dune right now. I've had a chance to see it yet, okay? So... Uh, Noah and I are anxious to see it, but he had fall treat for youth ministry this weekend. So we haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but it, you know, and then we've got the pumpkin party at church this weekend. One of us is volunteering every night. So it might be a few more days before I get to see it, but believe me, I am. Yeah. If I did not have that level of papal dispensation, it would, this would be a dude code. I'd be in total dude code violation by now. I admit that. But in this case, I, I kind of have an excuse. We got church things going on. Okay. But, um, while the kids were gone, we decided in the, in the night game schedule for college football, you know how we do it as guys. And my wife doesn't listen to the show, but she probably suspects this already. <laughs> you kind of have that one week where, you know, your team either isn't playing or played early in the day. And you're looking at the late games and you're like, like in September, you'll watch any game because it's been like nine months since you've watched a game, right? But it's a mid-October, November, you start looking at the schedule and like, I don't know. This is a great opportunity right now. Take one for the team. Preemptively go to the wife. Say, you know what? We haven't been out for a while on a Saturday night. Let's go out this Saturday. Don't you want to watch the games? Eh. They'll be there next week. You know know what I'm talking about, Todd. Don't leave me hanging. You know what I'm talking about. No, I understand. All right. This is how the game is played, right? Like they have, they, they have, they have certain ways that they peddle their wares to get what they want from us. Right. Okay. This is, this is how we play the game, you know? So you offer that weekend, and this last weekend's night games were not really that good. I mean, when Ohio State and Indiana, 
with its JV team is in prime time. You know that the night games are not that good, right? So we decided to go see The Last Duel. Now, the story of The Last Duel, I don't know the history like intimately, but this is, a, this is about the, the final sanctioned duel to the death in the history of France. And it took place in the late 14th century. And it was over a case of alleged rape. Two friends who were then rivals and then tried to be friends again. Um, the younger friend fell for the older friend's wife. Believes that she is sending signals that she's interested too. She's not sending those signals. And so um, she accuses him of rape and it splits, it threatens to splinter the kingdom of France at the time. These are uh, high ranking officials. One is the chief squire to one of, if not the most prominent medieval lords in all of France. And the other now, and the other played by Matt Damon, he's a knight. So I mean, he's a made man. Okay. So this is no, you know, he said, she said. And it also came at a time where these kinds of things just didn't go on. We are dealing with a history that even in the West at this point in time, women had very little to no rights independent of their men. There's no reason to lie about that history. It is history, right? It is true. Yeah. Okay. So the story is very cleverly done. As a movie, it's really good. It actually is airs in three parts because you see the perspective of each of the three people in this film, how they see themselves and their role in this story. And I mean, it's very, very well done. Ridley Scott did a masterful job. I think I saw in the credits that Aflac and Damon, who are both in the film together, that they actually wrote the screenplay or contributed no, to it. True, I so I mean, I, I mean, I, from a craftsmanship perspective, I mean, it's, it's excellent. Okay. I think, in fact, I'm confident that the movie is attempting to make some sort of medieval handmaid's tale narrative occur. Here's the problem though. And if you plan on seeing this film, I'm going to spoil it for you. Don't turn us off for a bit and then come back. Cause I can't make this point without spoiling it for you. And I'm pretty confident that you two aren't worried about me spoiling the last duel for you. Right. Fair. I'm good. Okay. All right. Uh, it's like all the women have tuned out. We just got guys right now. They don't care. <laughs> but uh, at the end of the film, see, when, the, when, the, when our heroine is contemplating the level of scrutiny, embarrassment they're going to put her through in, a, in an open trial to prove her case, because they don't have forensic evidence in, the 13th or the, in 1386. This is all eyewitness testimony. All of it is. So it's, it rise and falls as, uh, rise and falls exclusively on the character and station of every party in this, in this event. And she is contemplating because then she finds out if her husband loses this duel, she will be burned alive because that will be, they will consider that, 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 that that's God's judgment that they lied and that's why they lost. It'll be cosmic. So she'll be burned alive. Well, she's now pregnant with her husband's first child. And so she's really contemplating whether to go through with this and everything else. And it's the and it's now that she's not just living for herself. Now she's a mom. By the time the duel 
is set Christmas time of 1387 or something, I think it is. The baby has been born. So this steals her resolve. This puts everything in context of that there's a higher principle at stake, an example that must be set. And by the way, the child's not a girl. It's a boy. She has a son. The last scene of the film, after she's been vindicated, and her husband, who played by Matt Damon, who defended her honor successfully in the arena, he ends up dying a few years later in the Crusades as a knight. The last scene of the film is her at peace with her now growing boy as a mom. That's the last scene of the film. Now, I'm not old enough to remember what first wave feminism was like under people like Betty Friedan, but I know a hell of a lot about third wave feminism. That's our generation. We lived through that. I mean, America's most prominent female was never married and never a mom, Oprah Winfrey. That's third wave feminism right there. So if this was attempting to make some sort of strike a blow against the patriarchy, some sort of handmaid's tale kind of a political statement, the fact that the female heroine finds her ultimate resolve and purpose as a mother of a son. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Kind of feels like it undercuts that narrative just a just a skosh. I think it undercuts its own message. Now, it could be that it's not attempting to make a political statement, but I, I'm pretty confident when you, if you see the film for yourself, it is. There's a persistent casting couch. Women are are considered to be chattel of the kingdom. Other women are like, you know, why are you admitting I've been raped before? That's just that just goes with you know being a, a member of court. We just put up with it. So I mean, it's it's pretty clear there's a Me Too narrative here. And yet, at the end of the film, it's the son that she has in wedlock with her husband. And the motherhood that she now embraces, that gives her purpose and meaning and fulfillment in her life. I want to find out what you guys think about that here before we get out. But first, I mentioned this last week, I'd have never done this ad campaign prior to COVID, but at this point, we are desperate, all right? You know, a lot of American retirees and veterans, you know where they go nowadays? Panama. You can live in luxury down there for 24 grand a year. You pay 0% income tax. Healthcare can be as little as 2,600 a year. I mean, heck, if you're going down there with a with a, a buck 20, 120 grand, I mean, you can have a beachfront condo, pristine white sand. It's the world's number one wealth protection haven right now. And let's face it, the last year plus has caused a lot of us to rethink our plans, right? So if you want to get more information on 
what it means to escape to Panama, get the American's Guide to Living and Retiring in Panama from our friends over at International Living. It's 100% free. To just go to buypanamanow.com slash Steve. Buypanamanow.com slash Steve. And you can get 100% for free. The American's Guide to Living and Retiring in Panama from buypanamanow.com slash Steve. All right. What do you guys think? Having not seen the film, but what do you think of my commentary on it? This kind of reminds me of anytime there's a new law promoting the sanctity of of the unborn, promoting the sanctity of of life. Uh, Texas was the last example of this. This reminds me of of when all the uh, left-wing feminists go out there and say, um, in order to protest this law, all women in the state of Texas should withhold sex from men until they are ready and willing to help pay for child support for any potential future <laughs> yeah, kids I know where you're going. they make yeah. with us. Yes, yes. Uh, to paraphrase, paraphrase or bastardize the great Inigo Montoya, you keep making this point. I do not think it means what you think it means. It's like, have you accidentally rediscovered and stumbled upon, you know, uh, orthodoxy when it comes to yes. male and female relationships? This kind of reminds me of that, this description of... Of, uh, what's it, the final duel or the last duel? The last duel. But yeah, that's a great point. So your solution is don't our have... Our solution? Yeah, is our solution. <laughs> yeah. Don't have sex with guys that aren't going to uh, take care of you mm-hmm. and handle their business and their responsibility. <laughs> All right. Well, you drive a hard <laughs> bargain, I guess. Okay. I mean, you're right. You got us on that one. Cornered, admittedly. Yes. Did it say anywhere in there as inspired by what happened in the Loudoun County School District? Oh, mm. that's brutal, dude. That's I mean, brutal. really, like you said, that chick's saying, you know, just deal with it. This is how it is. This is pretty much what the uh, superintendent and the that school That was the Loudoun County School Board's message. Yeah, yeah, just told yeah. the dad there. Yeah, yeah, just that's how it goes sometimes when the dude's got to wear a dress. I'm a little cynical these days. So, really? so you've been awake for the last 10 minutes? Yeah. Let alone the last... Uh, 19 going on 20 months. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how you can't be cynical to, to me. The temptation is to not fall into nihilism. Right. But I mean, at this point, cynical, I mean, that ought to be the gated community where all of us are living right now. I mean, where do you, where are you from? I live in a place called cynical. I mean, our, my old buddy, Tom Woods, um, the, uh, the great libertarian thinker, what did he tweet the other day? I saw, uh, soon Everything that Twitter once told you you could not say will turn out to have actually been true, right? Or something along those lines. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for today's program. We're going to stick around and do the overtime for Blaze TV subscribers at blazetv.com slash dace. For the rest of you, we will see you tomorrow. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.